Once upon a time, a man had a dream. From that dream, he created a place that inspired others to dream. I think we've we've found that, um, and it's what's really special about this community. But the the more good you put out, the more good you get back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. and the more you learn that, and the more you churn that, you you find that that um, good things happen. Good things yeah. happen. Everybody in this community in this community has something positive to offer. Everybody. This is a podcast for those who share a passion for Disney World and are planning a magical day they can all spend together at this happy place. Welcome to This Happy Place. If you have a Disney pursuit and would like to be interviewed for this podcast, send an email to meetup at thishappy.place. Super excited because I have Kelly and Yvonne, which we really refer to as Mama Mouse here in the house. Guys, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We're very excited to be here. Uh, tell tell everybody a little bit who who might watch you on the replay. What is Myers and the Mouse, and why did you come up with that name? Oh wow! It rhymed. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it, it we it was just like casual conversation, and I'm like, what about Myers and the Mouse? Yeah, we were just talking and, about it and and saying, well, if we're gonna do this YouTube thing, we better come up with a name. And we were shooting names at each other, just kind of talking about it, and the kids were talking about it, and. I, I wish I could remember some of the funny ones the kids came up with. I know, with. me too. Um, but, and, but we came up with Myers and the Mouse, and everybody was like, that just kind of flows really nice, and it's kind of what we're about. And, and it became a chat tagline, Myers and the Mouse in the House. We're going to delve a little bit into your past. So, Yvonne, I am going to start with you. I want Good you trouble. to tell me a little bit about your life before Kelly. Well, careful. I, know. <laughs> I don't know. I went to high school and I was part of the um, marching band, the choir. Um, I don't know what else, but um, I spent every summer at a music camp and um, did not know till we have been married a year. Yeah. I think we in a year that we both were at the exact same band camp at the same time. So um, it was kind of fun because we were going through unpacking things. We had moved and there was a VCR tape. Okay, come on. Just work with me, people. <laughs> and I pulled it out and he goes, what is this? And he looked at it. He goes, I was there. I'm like, no. We performed wow. on the same stage at the same time had absolutely no idea that either one of us existed. So, um, but I first became um, smitten over Kelly <laughs> in high school because he actually had already graduated, but he was dating the captain of the drill team. And we had lunch the same period. And Kelly would have lunch with her every day and um, I sat in the same spot every day and Kelly would come walking in and I'm just like, oh, he's so cute. So, and then we connected through a mutual acquaintance, um, had in formally introduced us and here we are. How, how old were you when the connection was made? Um, the formal connection was made, I was 18. So you were seniors? I had just graduated. I was I was a very young graduate. I was probably the uh, youngest in my class. I was a professional firefighter at the time when she first oh, yeah. saw me, and and then uh, yeah, I was straight out of high school. I became a professional firefighter literally three months out of high school. I had a firefighting job, and is that why I thought you were hot? Probably because sometimes I showed up in uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're in the military. 
I don't know which branch or other, uh, a lot of details, but tell us a little bit about why did you join the military? Um, what, what happened and what would you tell others considering? I, I, I grew up watching John Wayne movies, the green berets, um, all, all those type of movies. And it always intrigued me greatly, um, to serve and things like that. And so I'd always had a, a feeling I wanted to serve and help people. And I was going through a difficult uh, breakup with a girlfriend. And um, oh, I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to get it with her. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just, I hadn't even met her yet. I know um, her name. And so, no, you don't. Uh-huh. She had a ring. No, that's not her. That oh, was the really? other one. Here we go. I oh. just, Dean's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> so, okay. um, <laughs> he was a little womanizer. I, uh, <clears throat> anyway, I went through a bad breakup and I just said, I'm just going to go join the army. And my friends were like, You joined the army over a girl? What? Yes. Wow. So, anyway, <laughs> I go, serving your country. <laughs> I go and join <laughs> the army. And the recruiter says, So, when do you want to leave? And I said, tomorrow. And he said, I'll have you on the bus in a week. Oh, I said, wow. okay. And I literally was gone. And Why did I not know this? You never asked. <laughs> so we, I, I joined the army and um, I knew I wanted to be a medic. I scored well enough on my initial test to actually pick anything I wanted to. So I chose medic. Um, I had a calling to take care of people. I was already an EMT at the time because I'd been a professional firefighter and I went away and joined the Army National Guard. I did my initial training. After my initial training, I um, came home and just started doing my normal weekend warrior kind of thing. And I joined uh, the Army. I was a ground medic for the first seven years of my career. I then had the opportunity to become a flight medic. I I actually had to try out for that position. And about a year or two after uh, um, I became a flight medic, I actually became in charge of the flight medics and was in charge of all the flight medics here in the state of Kansas for about uh, 13 years. And before I left the the uh, flying, I, I, I really recommend everybody have the opportunity to serve if they can. Um, if you can't serve in the military, I recommend people serve in like the Peace Corps or go overseas and do things because we are kind of shielded here um, in the United States where we, we have really no idea some of the struggles that go on in the world. And it gives you a good opportunity to see how others live and, and truly understand that they're, we're, we're truly blessed. We're truly blessed. You know, we're, we're, we're fearful of not having Oh, good Wi-Fi signal. People <laughs> are, are fearful of where they're going to get their next meal, where they're going to get water, or that um, uh, a, a force is going to come in and take your family from you in the middle of the night. I mean, there's other things out there that are truly fear, make us fearful, and, and I just don't think a lot of us see that. And the more people have the opportunity to see the struggles, um, I think uh, the more they'll appreciate what this country provides for us. Are you are you allowed to say like some of the more dicey areas? Excuse me, that you got to. Um, I wouldn't call them like extremely dicey. Um, I, was I don't actually, know bullet holes in the aircraft. Um, I'd consider that dicey. I, I, I will I will say that um, I served in interesting places at interesting times. I spent a lot of my time in the Balkan region, but I was there during very hot times. Um, it, it, it it's it's eye opening. Um, I, I think some of my best accomplishments was that uh, I came out of there um, with all my fingers and toes, but I also helped several soldiers live who may not have. Yeah. I think if uh, we weren't there to do the job that we did, so you were the medic. The medic. So you saw some loss of life. Um, I I did. Um, I was very fortunate that um, most of everything I dealt with ended up positive because of the fast reaction uh, capabilities, uh, the gunshot wounds that I dealt with, the uh, explosions that I dealt with. I was able to keep under control 
I had amazing crews that I worked with that some of the best pilots probably that the army had at the time that I was fortunate and blessed to have. I actually had a couple of Vietnam veteran pilots as pilots and they were magnificent, um, which allowed us to, uh, get those patients where they needed to be when they needed to be there. And, and my job was to basically uh, make sure they got there still breathing. So, yeah, I want to concur with Lori French. Thank you for your service. It's uh, something we all owe a great debt to you guys really do appreciate it. It, it was my pleasure to serve. And I will tell you, I, I thank those as well that have served and families because it takes a family to serve. You can't, uh, it's not just the soldier. It's not he or she, it's yeah. everyone in the family has to serve. Um, I did three tours overseas for a total of five years away from my family. And during that time, I, I made her a single mom all of a sudden. Yeah. Woke up the next day, I was gone and she was a single mom. Yeah. Um, so I really have a lot of respect for the military families um, and what they go through when our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines all have to serve and it's very much appreciated. Well, so, okay. So, so you said you had multiple, um, what do you call them when you're deployments? deployments, deployments. So somewhere in between there, you obviously must've become that fireman that I've found pretty hot. Really what happened was, <laughs> um, I, I got out of, I, I actually started taking firefighter classes at the age of 12. My grandfather was a fire chief in the Kansas City area. Um, my father was a lieutenant. My uncle was the chief of a very prominent fire department in Kansas City area for many, many years and is still firefighting to this day. Um, so I kind of grew up in a family of firefighters. Part of the reason why service was something that was very important to me because I grew up with it. I knew the importance of it. And all of them had initially started as volunteer firefighters. When I got out of high school, there was a position open on a local fire department and I put in for the position and, and I won the job. So here I was 18 years old, straight out of high school, three months and was a professional firefighter. Wow. Wow. All right. So I, did, I did that for about two years and then I joined the army. Okay. So that was, so basically, so I want give us a little bit of, the transition from noticing this fella into actually dating and when did you get married and how did that all happen? I'm not going to get away you, from it, am you, I? You, 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 you just need to start with the all right. Start with the story, but then you got to tell them about the first date. All right, because you can't right, not right, let you can't right. there. You want me to tell the story and then you tell the first date. Well, which first date? Like the official first the date? Official that world's one. of fun. Yes. Oh, that story. I don't care. So how it started was the person that introduced us was actually an ex-boyfriend of hers. Um, said, if you ever need anything, Kelly's the guy that you need to go see if you need something. I'm going away to Air Force basic training. Get a hold of Kelly if you need anything. Two months in, somebody comes knocking on my door. Five foot two on a good hair day. <laughs> She says, he broke up with me. <laughs> so come on in. Let's sit down. Let's talk. And we got to talking and we got to, we got Watching along really Arsenio well. Hall. We watched Arsenio Hall together that night and we just got to talking and, and uh, she came back the next day. So I didn't scare her away, I guess. And that's kind of how we met the, the friend came back from her, her, uh, Air Force yeah. basic training and said, um, you're dating her. <laughs> I actually got permission from you though, but we he, did. We called and we, asked. she said, do you mind if I date her? And he's like, like no, yeah. go ahead. He came back and he wasn't happy about it. Right. Well, we got married and he wasn't. Really well, that really didn't make it. him happy. And then we had a kid. But it sounds like we got it like fast married. We didn't. No, 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 no. We dated for three years before we got married. So but we went on our first date first after date. we had permission to date and right. um, we, we go to Worlds of Fun. To Worlds of Fun, which is an amusement park here in Kansas City. Heard of it. And we are standing in line for the Timberwolf. I remember this like it was yesterday. Me too. Um, and the, okay, please understand the, the person that I was just devastated over that had broke up with me, I have been dating him all the way through high school. 
so we were, I mean, and he was, I mean, I had my senior pictures taken with him. We were the most likely couple to get married out of high school. I mean, it was, he was my high school crush. Yeah. I got to be really careful my words. Anyway, so, um, and his name was Shane. Now, this is not the person that introduced us. Okay, so let's know that. That's correct. Um, but we were at Worlds of Fun, standing in line for the Timberwolf. I looked very lovingly into his eyes. Actually, he looked in my eyes. Anyway. I, and he I, said, I looked at her and he I goes, said, I love, I love you. you. Wow. And I looked back at him. And I looked at him square in the face and said, I love you too, Shane. Oh. And then I started laughing and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I was like <laughs> on the ground laughing so hard. I laughed like off and on the entire rest of the day. And let me tell you, apologizing, there is not enough words to apologize <laughs> for that moment. Oh, my. I'm I have to put my face on camera here for a bit. <laughs> okay. I was like, what? Who does that? What a great moment right there, right? The first time he tells me he loves me, and I, I love you too, Shane. <laughs> so I, I will tell you, this is how our life has it always is. been. I took her to a very prominent restaurant yes. in Kansas City. To propose. To propose. It's a rotating restaurant on top of Hyatt Regency. Yeah, Hyatt Regency. Downtown Kansas City. You sit and the whole restaurant rotates slowly. It's a full view of the beautiful Kansas City. And I take her up there and we're with a, another couple of ours that's gonna that was our best man and best or in our bridesmaid for the wedding. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting there and I get ready to propose to her. And right before I do, she reaches across the table, knocks over the salt shaker. So what do you do when you knock over the salt shaker? I don't know. What do you do? You lift it up. You the salt shaker, you put salt in your hand, and you throw it over your shoulder. Oh, I have heard that. Right? Yeah. Right? Okay. Not my wife. She picks up the salt shaker, shakes some in her hand, and throws the salt shaker over her shoulder <laughs> into the bar where the glasses for the wine and water glasses are stacked and starts breaking dishes. <laughs> Most memorable proposal <laughs> night ever. Oh man, that was yeah. good. I, too bad you didn't have that on. Yeah, that got viral. Oh, I, I, right. Yeah, we absolutely should have started vlogging our life from the first day we met because, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so let's move. Let's. So that was a very nice date and everything. Uh, Yvonne, tell us a little bit about the the wedding day. What do you What do you remember? Um, oh hope, hope got to you about this already. Oh Am I God. really getting into the bad stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it's just part of our life. Okay. Well, um, let's start the with the day before the wedding. Let's start with the rehearsal dinner. I had gone to pick up the groom's cake and my wedding dress, and I was driving to the chapel, and my car broke down. Oh. I pulled over on the side of the highway, and I'm walking along I-35 with my wedding dress draped on one arm and the groom's cake in the other, and I'm just walking because we didn't have cell phones then. So I'm just walking, going to walk to the chapel, and this lady oh, pulls my. over, and I'm crying, and she's like, honey, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to be late to my wedding rehearsal, <laughs> and she put me in her car and drove me straight to, to the church. Um, I get there. I'm very stressed. I just had been a day. And um, Kelly was in the military. My all, well, two of my other three groomsmen were in the same unit. Both of my ushers were in the same unit. And they all have pagers. That's back when pagers were a thing. We were on alert um, to deploy because of the flooding. And um, Kelly's, we were standing up there doing, rehearsing our vows and Kelly says, um, his pager goes off and he says, oh, honey, don't worry about it. If it, it's just mine, Bob's will go off. If, if it's anything, he no more got that out of his mouth. And it like, I mean, just, it was like a domino of all their pagers went off and I was I was, uh, I got, I don't know, the look on my face, I'm sure was worth about a million dollars. It was. And then I started to cry 
And then they fessed up that it was a big fat joke. No. Yes. Oh, that's terrible. See what I live with? It was (laughs) awful. I was like, I was, I just knew my whole wedding was being ruined and it was horrible. They were so mean. We had somebody at the armory sitting there paging every one of us on the phone. So then um, the day of the wedding, (laughs) the day of the wedding, the morning of the wedding, um, everybody's getting around. We're loading up the car. Shane pulls up in front of my house and he goes, you don't have to do this. Get in my car. You don't have to do this. I'm like, no, dude, I can't. And he goes, no, come on. I know you still love me. Get in my car. I'm like, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. And so he drove off. So you're welcome. Not not over yet. (laughs) She's not done. done. So we, um, we get to the church and it's like a hundred gazillion degrees out and the air conditioner went out in the church. We decided to do a balloon launch instead of throwing rice. And so all the balloons were already blown up and they were in the foyer and throughout the entire ceremony, they're popping. Boom. Boom. It's like gunshots going off. Gunshot wedding. So no, it was not. It was not. Oh yeah. It was not. It was not. Anyway, (laughs) Russ, have you sold the movie rights yet? And I know, I know, I know, right? Okay, so um, then, I know I'm probably forgetting something. Right before I go to walk down the aisle, my best man and one of my groomsmen come up behind me and they go, dude, the truck's running out back. You don't have to do this. (laughs) Come on, we'll just go. Well, he was paid by Shane. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) It was it, so. it was interesting. Well, I was the first in the group of guys. Oh yeah, to get married. I was I was breaking up the group. Yeah, you, she I was, was breaking up the band. I was not. A, I, they were not. I was not a fan. Right. I was not a fan of them. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, you also ruined poker night, but we won't go there. Uh, <laughs> you guys were stupid on poker night. Um. Anyway, gosh darn it! Why do you get me off track? Oh, wedding. Okay. So everybody's there. Um, there was a small confrontation with one of the family members that didn't like where they were sitting. And so they came into my dressing room as they're seating the mothers and starts yelling at me, full on, like yelling at me. You know, I don't want to sit there. I'm supposed to sit. Da, da, da. Anyway, so um, I got very tearful. I mean, I just like all the anxiety, everything. I just started crying. Um, And so my dad stepped in and they had some words walking down the aisle. And the preacher stepped in between them and said, okay, we're done. Everybody just go sit. And um, (laughs) they continue seating the parents and the grandparents. (laughs) And I'm standing at the end of the of the um yeah walkway yeah that thing yeah. The aisle into the aisle and i'm just like i'm bawling i'm just crying and we walk all the way up i walk up to the altar um and sorry and they had to stop the wedding like the preacher stopped the wedding And he goes around the pulpit and he grabs the box of tissue and just starts and he shoves them in my bouquet of my flowers. And he's, he's like, okay, are you okay now? I'm like, I'm okay. So I had no idea any of this was going on. I thought she was happy to marry me or she was happy to marry me. I didn't know which it was. She's so happy. Yeah. Oh, but it, you know, and, and I can, I can walk away. It was a great story. We laughed. Um, but excuse me, we, I can walk away knowing that although it was received differently, the intentions were really good. I mean, I don't know. I, I just Re- walk away with received. Let's talk about the receiving line I got. Oh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> we get married and we go out in the hallway of the church and everybody's supposed to go through and kind of have a receiving line as we were leaving the church. 
my father-in-law has six brothers. And as they came through the line, every one of them was, congratulations, if you hurt her, we'll kill you. The next one comes along, congratulations, we know where to hide bodies. The next one comes along, congratulations, every one of them. I'm just like, I don't think I want to do this anymore. <laughs> you should have gotten in that band. I should have just, yeah, time to leave. So have you seen my big fat Greek wedding? That they, they, they had something like that in there where I have. I yes, I have. I love that <laughs> I movie. <have> not. <laughs> I love that movie. Absolutely. You guys, that is unbelievable. It was it was crazy. The I reception was, was beautiful. Um, until we went to leave. And then <laughs> we get in the limo and we're driving away. And Kelly's best friend, our best man. Do you remember this? Yeah. Go ahead. We, we get in, they close it up, they start to pull away, and then and we don't know what's going on. But the video photographer, the video person that was videotaping at, at the reception catches him running down the road going, no, please don't leave me, chasing the all the way down the road. All the way down the road. Yelling. <laughs> he was joking, I assume. He, yes, he was. He, he, he was, was joking. He was. <laughs> yeah, the joke was on us when we got to the hotel room because they had short sheeted the bed, filled it full of rice macaroni. Yep. Heater was all the way up. It was so hot in the room that where they vaseline the toilet seat and the, the doorknobs, door it, it dried. dried. Um, we saran wrapped the toilet. Yeah. They, um, yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. You guys. But this is why we have such a great sense of humor. Because if you can't laugh at this stuff, it's horrible. If you made it through that day, you are going to make anything. Wow. I agree with Pearl here. Pearl, thank you. So it's just this being willing to share that side of it that gives us all a little joy. <laughs> Someone in the chat referred to our wedding as the Hatfield and McCoys. Okay, yeah. We need to know. It's that's a it's yeah. I'm a McCoy. He's a McCoy. McCoys oh. are actually my family. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Hatfields and McCoys. Pointed, I pointed to the screen. I'm like, uh, look. Part of my family <laughs> lineage goes back to the actual McCoys. That's hilarious. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. What is your favorite resort? We have stayed at two different resorts. Um, That's it. Right. And it's because we absolutely love Pop Century. Yeah. And we stayed at uh, Riverside. Which um, is beautiful. Which is beautiful. It's quiet. It's it's wonderful. But Pop Century is really our speed. And we had fantastic customer service We there. We have never had a par experience at no. Pop Century. It has always been above and beyond. Yes. Um, so we really just have really enjoyed it. It was our first Disney trip ever. We stayed at Pop Century. And so, um, and we did, we had an, a magical experience for our daughters back then. And so this was, I, it just is our favorite. We still enjoy going there. It doesn't hurt that it's a value resort. It saves us money. It lets us do more at Disney, but it is just our favorite. Our first experience is there. Um, with the girls where they would come back, they had little bears. I bought bears for the girls every time I deployed. And there was a Kosovo bear and a Bosnia bear and they had their bears with them at Disney. And we would come back from a day at Disney and housekeeping staff had set up a whole little stage area with the bears and they'd done the towels to make them look like animals and different things. They so always cool. did something for our girls every day when we were there. It was magical. I, so cool. I Pop Century is my go-to, and um, now they have the Skyliner on it, and it just makes the vacation, it transforms it. It absolutely makes it amazing. We're, we're, we're excited for our next trip down to, to stay there. So That'll be awesome. So I think this is Lisa. If you could go to the parks right now, would, would you feel safe to go? Yes. I think Disney is very much on top of understanding the importance of keeping the, the guests safe. They also understand the importance of keeping the cast members safe. Those two things go hand in hand. 
And so I truly believe that that Disney has us in its best thoughts. Um, it's very hard for them because they're they're really cutting down on things and and, and things yeah. like that. So it's very difficult for them. Would I go right now? Um, I think for personal health reasons, for we have a son with a, a compromised airway, we probably would not just because we have that situation in our family. If it was yeah. just Ibone and I, we probably would go. Okay. Um, Michelle or Garrett is asking, who is your favorite Disney couple? And I'm assuming... Uh, you probably know what she means by that. So, well, I'm you know, I'm pretty part of you know, for personal. To, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, here. I'm pretty part to, to Brandy and Dave. I mean, no, I mean, I'm kidding. I, I I know what you mean. Um, I I've always thought that the the way Minnie always looks at at, at Mickey was amazing, um, and how Minnie always made Mickey sometimes feel just a little awkward. I think that reminds me of us quite a bit. <laughs> you, I've always. Who's your favorite couple? Yours is probably Belle and. Well, Beast. yeah. I'm sorry, Will. Beauty and the Beast, duh. I mean, you're kind of a beastly person, and <laughs> obviously. Well, <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> next, next question, please. Um, when are you moving to the happiest place on earth? <clears throat> Are the you know, like give it give it okay a time frame Go ahead. okay um so the current plan is to move in um March or April okay. wow we're already I, looking at houses yep oh. keeping an eye on jobs to transfer to yes. so hopefully we wow. will be moving to the Disney area by March or April next year well that's awesome congrats. Russ asks a very good question. In fact, it was one of the ones I had prepared here. So where does your love of Disney come from? And what are your first memories of Disney? I actually, um, as a child, my grandmother lived in California. So I went to Disneyland every summer. Oh, um, I go down and spend a month there. And Grandma and Grandpa would take me to um, to Disneyland, to Knoxbury Farm, and to Magic Kingdom. Or not Magic Kingdom, um, Magic Mountain. And... Um, I don't remember a lot. I remember standing in line forever. And then the fireworks, the electrical parade is probably my most vivid memory mm -hmm. of Disneyland. Now we didn't go to Disney World until after Kelly's second deployment. Um, and that was with the girls. And so we did a little countdown of, um, it wasn't, it wasn't so much when daddy's coming home because we weren't really sure on the exact date. <laughs> but it, was, it was a little countdown calendar of the days until we go to Disney. And it was cute. I bought Disney stickers and they put a sticker on each day of the calendar as we went through. But, um, and then that trip probably is my most memorable. Um, the first night that we were there, we went to Magic Kingdom for the first night and we were standing by the popcorn cart over like towards the center of the castle, just past the entrance to Tomorrowland. Everybody know where that is? And we were standing there watching the fireworks. And at that time it was wishes. Wishes. Oh, yep. And we literally, the girls are just like in awe and it starts to get over and Kelly and I look at each other and we are both crying. <laughs> we were so taken, just taken away, taken yeah. back by all the magic. Um, it was, it was it, fantastic. It was my first trip to Disney. Yes. I had never been to Disney before. So here I am 30 years old at Disney and going, okay, yeah, we'll go. We'll take the kids. <laughs> <laughs> You're crying. I know that this kid would right. be hooked. I get it. I get that. And that's a great show for it. Uh, Richard asks, which of your girls would want a Disney wedding if you could pull that off? Tara. Okay. Oh, yeah. Tara. Tara. 100%. No doubt. Okay. Don't give her any ideas, please. <laughs> <laughs> Have you priced Perfect. it lately? Yeah. 
Good question here. What is the thing you must do in each park? Animal Kingdom, Avatar. Hollywood Studios, Galaxy's Edge, of course. Yeah. Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Um, when it's not broke. Epcot. Uh, is this different for us on this one? Yeah, nope. I don't know. For me, Mission Space. Oh, no. yeah. Mission, Mission Space? Oh, yeah. It's a Really? Oh, uh, yes. Love that's it. a first. Mm. That's a first. There is nothing like the zero gravity weightless feeling. It's, I, will, it's I won't do that. I won't amazing. do that. It's amazing. I, I flew in helicopters for so long. Oh, uh, that's, uh, that. I mean, that's great. that. That's a great feeling. Um, great. And Magic Kingdom. Oh, that's a toughie. Mine train. Oh, yeah. Mine train. It'd have to be mine Pirates train. for me. Pirates. Yeah. Pirates is awesome. I have to do pirates. Yes. Avery asks, monorail or Skyliner? We've not gotten to ride the Skyliner yet. Nope, we, we we were getting ready to get on it, and somebody called and said, hey, we're over here. And we, like, looked over and were like, oh, you're right there. We didn't get to get on it, so we wouldn't spend time with our friends. And uh, believe it or not, we have not got to ride the Sky Skyliner yet. Well, so. just go back to your favorite resort, and you will be right on it. I, 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 I know that will be something we will do. We do look forward to it. Yes. <laughs> Pam's fam says, did he tell you he loved you then? Two, and you said I love you too, Goofy. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I get that joke. <laughs> it was, it was, it was awful. I mean, it was just awful. <laughs> it, it was, and we have one picture from that day. And I'm not kidding you; it's this big, and it's yeah. in one of those old things that you hold so up to the light her. to oh. show. That's yeah. our first picture That's together. Our first, first picture together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Here's a good one from Lisa. What's the one thing that you love, but your mate does not? I don't know. This last trip, you kind of went all out. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, 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 enjoy, I enjoy Tower of Terror. It's not one of my first choice rides, but I will do it where she's like, have you, ever tried to, have you ever tried to put a cat in a toilet? <laughs> That's not true. I wrote it. I'm same, I won't. I won't do Tower of Fear. I'd run it again if I had to. <laughs> if I had to. So um mine would probably be the um frozen sing along. Oh, Kelly doesn't like that. Not as much as I do. I, I like it. I actually enjoy it. You know what I love the best about it? The air conditioning. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, there is a certain cast member there that when he is there, oh, I enjoy Lord. it greatly because he oh, is uh, very so good amazing. at uh, improv and and just throw stuff out there. And he's a little edgy sometimes. His name is on the tip of my tongue. And I, I, can't remember. I, I, I do enjoy watching it then. <laughs> All right. Citrus Swirl or Dole Whip? Dole, Dole Whip. Okay. I'm a Citrus Swirl, by the way. Sorry. But okay. <laughs> I like that question. James asked, do you and the family drive or fly? Yes. Yes. Um, we... we it depends on the situation. If the if right. if there's more of us going, we prefer to, to drive, drive mm -hmm. because it saves us so much money. Oh I mean, yeah. Literally, we can drive down for $150. We, and how long does it take? Uh 20, 20 hours. hours. 20. We our car, like we bought our car to drive to florida like it when we uh, bought it, we're like okay we have we're gonna get this car and it has to be really comfortable because we know we're gonna drive to florida and that summer we drove from kansas to california back to kansas to florida back to kansas in a um, month, in a month. Oh. so it was um so yeah we don't mind the drive at all in fact one trip we decided we were going to drive and we were in the car 24 hours later on our way oh okay wow you yeah. have a lot of miles on that car. We, we do. We do, but it's a great travel it's car. It's a fantastic car. <laughs> nice. All right, Keith asked, what would you recommend for first-timers? Because Keith hasn't been there yet uh, like him. What's your first recommendation? And, and it can be anything, I think. It doesn't have to necessarily be a ride, but what's your advice? Rope drop, Magic Kingdom, go to the left. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. What do you do at the left? Uh, pirates, obviously. Pirates, but Mind most shine. people will go to the right. Right. If you go to the left, you have a better opportunity to catch some of the uh, those rides to the left on that side quicker, faster, and it's not as crowded. And it's a little more enjoyable. That's you good. Much you just enjoy yourself. I mean, I think the biggest mistake, in my opinion, for people that go to Disney is they get there. And if you if you ever get the chance to step back just for a minute from your vacation and just watch people, I mean we we <laughs> we have it they're fun to watch because you see them and and mom who came in at the beginning with the park she had her hair done and her makeup all done it's now ninety five degrees outside the mascara is running down her face the hairs are crazy she's got kids hanging all off of her she's like just eat the ice cream you're gonna like it <laughs> you know. It, it's it's funny to watch people and how they react and yeah. and, and uh, so enjoy the vacation. Get Don't there? get crazy, just enjoy it. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. My go-to park is Epcot. I'm happy just walking. It's just all I need to do there. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna these last two. I'm gonna put together. Uh, Richard asks, popcorn Mickey bar, ice cream bar, or churro, and then um, Donna asks. What's your favorite snack? So why don't we just make it favorite snack? Popcorn is great because it's, um, if you want to go on a budget, popcorn's your friend. Get a popcorn bucket. Yeah. For me, the churro I had was a very bad churro experience. It was, I would like to try a fresh churro sometime. I I still want to give it that opportunity, but uh, I do like the Mickey ice cream bars. They're just hard to eat. I like the sandwiches, not the bars. They're hard. Yeah. You got to let them melt a little bit. Well, in right. Florida, <laughs> it's about 30 seconds into unwrapping it. And then <laughs> let's talk a little bit about family life. And, um, you know, my question, and uh, let me see, where did I leave this here? Um, I'm going to start with you, Kelly. How did having kids change your life? Well, I'm losing my hair. It's gray. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm poor and I have no money. Um, wow, the the moment that Tara was born, Tara's our firstborn, completely changed my life. Um, to have someone so tiny wrap her little fingers around my hand and and just at that moment, you really truly find out what unconditional love means. Um, it was, it was very special for me. Um, and I, I knew that I was in trouble. (laughs) I knew I was in trouble that this girl was going to say, daddy, can I have, and I'm like, oh gosh, I'm going to have to get a better job or something because it it, uh, definitely was going to, uh, change my life. And it did truly did. We had been married for two years before we had Tara. And so it was kind of a, we, had the opportunity to get to know each other and, and gain that life of being a couple before we were parents. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that made the transition almost easier to go into to parenthood. Dad mode. Dad mode. How about, uh, all right, so Yvonne, I'm going to ask you, because to <laughs> me, you are, you are Mama Mouse, and, and I don't mean that just because I didn't how to pronounce your name properly but <laughs> <laughs> you go on and i see you do the crafts and i see you go live often during the day and you have a group of people that i think look up to you as a mom figure and so what do you what do you like to tell the, this younger generation what advice for kids that are moving into adulthood as your daughters are really just in their early 20s right so mm-hmm. Um, be true to you, I guess would be, would be the, the one thing that I would really stress. Um, if you are true to yourself, you, you'll stay in the right path of life as long as, as long as you're doing things because you know, the right, regardless of what everybody else is doing. Um, I think that you'll, you'll, you'll go far. You'll stay motivated. You'll keep moving. Um, gosh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how to find successes. What? Find successes. Find successes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, 
I'm sorry. That, that was like the most intense question. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry. Well, you were um, you got some intense questions with Kenzie earlier. I thought I would just keep following. Oh <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. She's she's such an amazing young young lady, and um, you know, if I could clone her um, a bajillion times to make up that generation, she's exactly what I would want to clone. Yeah, she's very, very, and I guess our girls are kind of the same way. Very mature good, for their good own work age. Ethics. Our daughters, we're good very blessed. We really they are. have their heads on straight, make good decisions. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And I will just say, from my perspective, of I remember the first time you guys, you Kelly, I think you reached out about getting on the live place, and I re and I don't remember all the details, but I remember the first time you went live, you were at a hospital. I believe weren't you mm -hmm. outside the hospital oh, yes, yes we were we were and you were, so you were streaming for, i don't know if that was your first time but it was early in your live streaming it was and you were going through a difficult thing but you felt i thought man this guy has this sense of or a couple has this obligation or they felt it to go live and i thought man it was so transparent what um what do you want to share about that um we we had set our dates and times that we wanted to stream we made a commitment and we made a commitment and mm -hmm. we got notified that we needed to go to the hospital because dad i think it was dad 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 had had uh had to have surgery where he had to, um, they were going to take a portion of his lung and because um we were there for the surgery that morning. We were getting ready to have to live stream. We, we, the surgery took much longer than it was supposed to, which was always scary when that happens. And the doctor came out and said, surgery went great, but we had to take the entire lung, which is a life-changing event. And so we had really just gotten that news um spent some time with the family and literally right after we went outside of the hospital found a place that we could live stream because we committed that we would be there we we told dean we'd be there we told our viewers that we would be there um on that day at that time and so we went ahead and we streamed and we shared with everybody said guys it's gonna be a short stream um we just got some some pretty rough news and we have a long recovery ahead of us here, but uh, we're going to appreciate your thoughts and prayers and which prayers work. I and think we've figured out we don't live um, and I don't know, maybe this isn't the way you're supposed to do it, but we don't live our life around YouTube. We bring YouTube along with our life. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, there's been times we we've streamed from um, the car. The, the car. People love our, our road trips. I God bless you guys. I don't know how you do it. But they love the road trips. But we stream from uh, uh, Branson on a on a class field trip. We've streamed from, and yeah. we didn't show any of the kids or anything. We just did a quick because it was we were supposed to stream. Um, we've done at a music competition. Taylor was in a music competition, so we and we were supposed to stream, so we streamed there. We streamed from the hospital. We've, I mean, it's just we just take you guys with us. Um, so that we can really try to meet that obligation. I know we've missed a few, but they have been few and far between in yeah, eighteen months. And and for you know something major, what have what have <laughs> come up? So road trips are gold. Road trips are gold. We had a lot of fun on the on the on the road trips, and we we had, were talking earlier that one of our best live streams that we ever did was a evacuation from Florida from the hurricane when we were down there for the Beverly Challenge, and. Uh, we had over a thousand views on us driving home from Florida. Yeah. Um, and a little plug, Kelly and Yvonne have put out a couple other videos that like the one on the Vizio has gotten over a hundred thousand hits. And so that's 13,000. That's huge. Uh, yeah. It was, yeah. And it, it was, it was great. We really enjoyed, uh, uh, it was just a quick, hey, look, we figured out something. Let's share it with everybody. And it just blew up. It was the right time, the right moment with the right information. That was awesome. Can't stop the feeling. So when I saw that, I have to say, I had never seen the original one. And so I didn't know anything. About I'm, I am the least pop culture person you've ever met in your life. 
I know who Justin Timberlake is, but I didn't see that video. And then I was recently showing my daughter your video. I said, look at this. Look at this creativity. And, and she says, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, a, you know, Justin Timberlake. And I go, oh, really? There's another one? And I looked. <laughs> And I said, oh, yeah, that one's got over a million views. She says, Dad, yeah. look at that. Oh, a billion views. <laughs> <A> billion. <laughs> anyway, I love, love, love that video. Talk about both of you. What was involved? Why did you do it? I know it was huge. Well, we did it in a response to a dance challenge by It's Joey's World. And um, I know everybody in this community um, loves Joey. We exceptionally love Joey and Lisa and Keith. Um, so we wanted, we wanted to really give tribute to them and really make sure that we, we pulled it off and did a good job. And it was really cool that we could pull the whole, I'd say the whole, a lot of the community into that video. And we could all show Joey the love and the support um, that we have for him and and Lisa and Keith. Some, sometimes my brain sees things bigger than it probably should. When I go, oh, I got a great idea. <laughs> you know, we could have went in the living room and stood up off the couch and went, there you go, Joey. We said, we are going no. to do this and we're going to do it right. We do it the Meyer style. And so uh, we called a few of our friends and said, need a favor. <laughs> Can you dance for 15 seconds? <laughs> and they're like, what? <laughs> but everybody was like, yeah, what's it? When we told them why, they're like, oh, absolutely. All in. I mean, all in. No, no one even no one second that in it. When they knew it was for Joey, that was it. They were they were there. So I might be very partial, but when I, I saw your video first and then I went and watched the Justin Timberlake one, I loved yours more because <laughs> Oh dear. Because it was it was this community and it was just so real. The other one was great, no doubt about it. It was great, but I I loved it. And how many can you even guess how many hours it took to put that whole thing together? I think we kind of put it up somewhere I think we had like 18 or 20 hours of editing. The editing. The editing. And was... we spent about 8 hours shooting video for it. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. So now, Steve, Steve from Steve's World. I think he spent eight hours. Two changing hours outfits. changing uh, <laughs> outfits and filming for that video. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. All right. Now, I do I do have a question for, for Kelly here first. Is Dude, where did you learn to act? I, I have to say... The who? What do you call the salesman guy with the mustache? Well, who is he? That is oh, that is Sal Mouse. He is oh, yeah. from Myers Myers and the Mouse. He's an attorney. At oh, law. sorry, attorney. And um, I we needed an attorney, and it needed to be cheesy. So I said, let's let's go find a cheesy attorney. Um, I actually started acting in high school. Um, I was fortunate enough to get a lead role. The first thing I auditioned for, it was Sakini of Tea House of the August Moon. And it was a phenomenal show. I had been doing backstage stuff and lighting and things like that in, in junior high and some of my sophomore year. Um, but I got that lead role and it just, I fell in love with it. And so I was in uh, Brighton Beach Memoirs. I had the lead role in Brighton Beach Memoirs in high school. Um, I, I did a lot with Camelot and things like that. So I just really enjoyed um, getting able to put on another character and, and developing a character is a lot of fun for me because I am a goofball at heart and I will, no. I will, uh, uh, I, I, some of my favorite characters were I was um, I was a sandwich delivery guy in a, a musical called 1940s Radio Hour, and uh, I made that one of the most memorable characters out of a cast of twenty. Just really? and I was just a side character guy, but it was just the funny body mechanics. I'm I'm a very big fan of uh, actors like Tim Conway. Um, huh. Yeah, I, the the physical the physical humor, 
Um, yeah. So, and I just really have not had a lot of opportunity to go there before. So, um, so when Kenzie did the Shrek thing, did you tell her you could do don donkey really good, or did she come to you and you figured it out? I auditioned. Oh, you auditioned. Mm -hmm. Everyone auditioned for their parts. Wow. I, yeah. I actually, I I wanted that part. I wanted it, and and Kenzie goes, goes. I have ideas of people who can do parts, and I went in. And I I auditioned. She said, yeah, "You're donkey. That's all there is to it." Um, so yeah, that was a great time. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I. I'm going to put Russ Stapleton's thing up here, and I'm going to transition over to Ivone here a bit. Um, and my question was going to, so first I'll read Russ's, which I'd like to know when Mama Mouse will be opening her new house paintings business. She is an expert at hallways. <laughs> I, would, I would like to add a little bit to that and say, I, I just sense that closeness with this group you've sort of, you sort of kickstarted, Ivan. You, you. I think you're just kind of the, like I say, the mama figure of this group of people. Your, your crafts, everything. What? Tell us what this community has meant to you, and and that you probably never saw coming until the last year of your life. No, I was that mom that kept telling Taylor, those people on the other, um, on the end of that computer, they. They're not your friends. They might be some creeps behind the camera. Um, don't call them your friends. Yeah, it, I was that mom. And then we started our YouTube channel. And um, I would say that the friends that I have on YouTube now, I'm probably the closest with. Um, everyone's just been so supportive and so receiving. I really like the way that the Disney community supports each other and lifts each other up. I really try to, to give, you know, people that are having that down day, I really try to give them that little bit of that up. Um, I like to say positive things. I like to keep people on track. One of my dream jobs was to be a motivational speaker, um, which I did for a little while, but. And you're a very good I, I yeah, I hope so. You were. <laughs> I think so. Yep. But I love I I love being called mama because I I'm kind of the, I'm the fixer. I'm the caretaker. I, you know, I have subscribers um, that I mean I have one that messaged me the other day and said, "Mama, my boyfriend broke up with me. My life is devastated. I don't. What do I do?" And so I spent you know and two hours texting back and forth, and I'm like, "Girl, it it's one boy and a whole sea of fish." You know, it's okay. You, we just had this big conversation and I said, you know what, honey, I'll check on you tomorrow. And I did. I checked on her and said, hey, baby girl, how you doing? Um, I just, I like to be here. I like to help people through some of those life challenges. Things can seem like devastating. And sometimes when you just talk to a friend or someone just listens, then life becomes a lot more manageable. Yeah. And that's kind of what I... That's what I want to be anyway yeah. to everyone. And I get that from them. I can be real. I mean, I'm 100% real. There is nothing. I mean, good Lord, y'all saw how I painted the hallway. It doesn't get any more real than that. But, um, and I have my bad days too. And I've had, you know, a couple streams where I was just not having it. And, you know, my subscribers were lifting me up and offering me those positive words um, of encouragement. So I'm very grateful, very, very grateful for the YouTube community. I don't know where I would be without them. And I know people say that a lot, but I really don't. I don't know where I would be without them. <clears throat> they keep me going. Um, I really was feeling bad about streaming every day. Um, I just... I, I don't want, I don't want to take away from other streamers. I don't want to take away from other people. I know when I was streaming every day we in these five hour streams, oh, good Lord. I, I don't even know how it happened. We just started talking and the next thing I knew, Kelly was coming home from work and I'm like, holy cow, it's been five hours. Um, but so I'm, I've tried to, I'm trying to find that happy medium between, you know, giving, being there for everybody and streaming and,
but then not taking over the world. Glad you do what you do. Um, I, I think we've we've found that, um, and it's what's really special about this community. But the the more good you put out, the more good you get back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the more you learn that, and the more you churn that, you you find that that um, good things happen. Good things yeah. happen. Everybody in this community in this community has something positive to offer. Everybody. That's Every really person. I, I really and you you don't feel it's a put on. You don't feel it's disingenuous. It feels very real. Like people truly care about each other. And I'm going to actually, and, and thank you for staying a little bit over here, but I want to finish Kelly with something that you said. And we were talking about viral videos one night and you were nice enough to be on my show. And we've got a little challenge going and uh, you guys have said, it's okay if we include um, can't stop the feeling in there. And I know a few others are working on them now as well as I am. But that said, Kelly, you said something, I, I almost, I should have wrote it down, but it was something to the effect of, I don't really care about a viral video that much. And I don't really care about my subscriber counts. What I care about, I already have, Th these friends. And uh, I'm getting all choked up just saying it. Tell us a little bit about what this community has meant to you and, and what you meant by those words. Oh my gosh. Um... It's hard to put into words sometimes, but the, the, the people in this community, you know, we, we actually just talked about this on Saturday a little mm -hmm. bit. Um, it's not necessarily what we are doing for you, but you have no idea as a viewer what you're doing for us. You provide us with more smiles and laughs than you can imagine. You brighten our day. We can start off and, and be having a rough morning and just like, oh, I just, I, this isn't a going, day's not going very well. Hey, we go live in a little bit. Okay. And we sit down and what we get back from the, the people in chat, from the viewers, um, it just changes your whole day. It makes it, it makes it positive. <laughs> yeah. Y'all should see us before stream. <laughs> <laughs> but the friends that I, I know I have made, I know you, you just talked about yours. I, I, I really have found family with Shep and Dave and Zip and Steve and, you know, some of the other people, I don't want to leave anyone out, but I mean, I've really gotten really tight with, with those guys and, and Josh from triple P we've, we've all kind of bonded and, and uh, probably spend more time, together than we probably should just ask our wives. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it is, it's special. We've connected and we would not have found that without YouTube. And yeah. so to me, I'm not worried about hitting 2000 subscribers. Do we get excited over numbers? Absolutely. We still get excited over numbers, but I'm not looking at my phone every day going, what do we get? What do we get? What do we get? It's not about the numbers. Um, just earlier, earlier before the stream, my bone said, Hey, how many subscribers do we have? And I looked at it and went, I don't know. Let's look. <laughs> we're just not, we're happy with the community that we have are a part of. We're happy with our subscriber base that we have now simply because we know those people truly enjoy coming and watching what we do. Um, they interact with us. They're a part of our family. And, and that's what's important to me. And if I can change one person's day or maybe even change one person's life, turn one it on the smile. camera. Well, yep. Turn it on that one camera. Smile. That day was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, just from, from me to you guys, thank you. You honestly have been, I mean, I, I put my hat in the arena with the, the live place and uh, you've been so supportive and I just appreciate all your support. I appreciate the fact that, you came on the stream tonight you've always been good friends and so thank you uh for coming on tonight and i i really do appreciate it thank you thank for you. having us we, we're, we're just proud to be a part of the live place so thank you so much for for having us thank you again appreciate you being here thank you everybody for, uh, for being in the chat and of course catch kelly and yvonne it's your regular weekly show is on saturdays at one o'clock eastern one o'clock Eastern. And then of course you go live at other times and Mama Mouse is usually live most days, right? I I uh, I when go live on 
Thursday afternoons, mm -hmm. we go live, which is, which is our dream. We do a collab together. Yes. Yep. And then Thursday night football and, and yes. on uh, with Still Whip Dad and Pete McDevitt. Yes. So we have a football show and we're starting early this year. We're just hungry for football. So we are already out doing doing that with uh, Pete's. Pete's running that right now until the season starts and then we'll start rotating our channels again. Wednesdays yeah. I've got Preserving the Magic at um, four o'clock central time. And it's always a Disney themed craft or scrapbook. And and thing. the rest of the time between 1 a.m. and 5 a.m. we're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> This Happy Place is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Find us at lifepodcast.net.